so so I can tell which mansion is the one that has the omnibudsman in it. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it's it's really obvious. All the other like there there are ten other mansions around this this sort of half circle, but none of them are as majestic and highly ornamented, even though they're all dilapidated and, and just in terror in disrepair. The Great Mansion is definitely a great mansion. So the other mansions. Do they look like they would have stuff of value in them? Weapons or gold or are there people in them? Roll some, roll perception real quick. Oh, a five. Okay. Uh, you, Polly, you notice, you notice- So that, perceptive. I was just gonna suggest Villa Scout. Good. <laughs> and a four. Let's turn her back into a cat. Does yeah, she get I perception was really perceptive as, as a, a cat. cat. Yeah. Okay, sorry, yeah. <laughs> So, so what you notice is that that four of the ten mansions definitely have occupants in them because you, as you're looking around, you notice that curtains are closing just as they were earlier as you're walking through. So there's some people who still are living in these places, or there are ghosts in there. But whatever they are, they don't they don't want any attention from you. Uh, but the other, the remaining six mansions, you kind of you could you don't know. Uh, what you looking at, Polly? You guys want to, it looks like there's some abandoned places. Uh, you know, we could even, are, are the mansion, are these row houses? Are they touching? But are these man, like separate? They're they're more like, yeah, more like row houses, like kind of the painted ladies in San Francisco. Is kind of one thing. of the mansions next to the big mansion look empty? Is that one of the six that looks empty? It is, yeah. And they share walls? They do. Yeah, guys, you know, we could just uh, walk out here with our uh, dicks out through the front door and get beaten up by a ghost. Or we That's could... usually what I do. <laughs> we could uh, go into so one of you want me to houses. put Otis in front of me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> we could uh, go to a side house, uh, maybe look if there's anything of value, if it's not occupied, and then oh, I could take this out. Oh, you're so smart. I like not that. Cool. I did some demo work, you know. I just, that's part of, part of what I do. Well, I really like that too. And then I'm gonna headbutt him a little bit on the shoulder so he knows that I like him. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pet her. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I, I don't care, right or left. Who wants to call it? Left! Oh, shh, shh, shh. Oh. be quiet. No, left! Yeah, let's go sneak in this one. Over. Oh yeah, okay, no, we're being sneaky. Should, okay. we, should we send Villa to be sneaky to like scout? Cause you know, it's Villa. Is the left house one of the ones that looked empty? It is, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna start heading over. It, it'll, it's like a Scooby-Doo mystery thing where I'm like- How about I go right and I will scout the right house and report back to you. Okay. I miss you. It's great to watch you sneak away. Mm-hmm. I assume. Okay, guys, <laughs> I guess we can do that. You can do uh, Tyrannosaurus arms? 23, unnatural. For stealthing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna very easily stealth over and and go up onto the the porch of this row house on the right of the of the great mansion. And what do you want to do? Look in the windows above me. Okay. She snuck so well because she had the T Rex arms. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's how you do it. You you peer through the window. There is a tiny patch uh, of of sort of open space that you can see inside. And you see that the house appears completely abandoned, but you do notice that there is a, like a pile of books in the middle of the floor that uh, are s- just charred. And there are signs of smoke on the walls, but you can't see much further. 
Are the books at all salvageable or are they gone? Um, from where you're standing, you can't tell really well, but I mean, they all look pretty burnt through. Like a fire was set and they burned for a long time. Okay. Is there a fire or a hole in the ceiling? Anything affected in the roof? Um, you, you see smoke marks on the walls that you can see, but you can't really see up too much into the ceiling uh, other than to see there is a ring of smoke where the, you know, where the fire was kind of lapping up toward the ceiling. Okay. Uh, I'm going to climb back down and check out the windows at the lower level. Okay. On the lower level, you see just a long dining room table, kind of like the one that you saw when you were talking to Undy, the uh, ghost child. Top. This this one is not uh, set with anything, though. There's no apples. There's no tea set. It's just pretty ugly, old, dingy table. And it otherwise, the chairs are covered with cobwebs. It doesn't look like it's been touched or disturbed in a very long time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run back over to the group. I'm going to throw a front flip in there for Flourish. Okay. <laughs> Acrobatics. Roll acrobatics. Don't roll, Don't roll for it, Milati. <laughs> 22. Okay, yeah, you're, that flourish went off with the flourish. So you're good to go. Oh, she got a mojo back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Am I caught up with the group? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're back to the group. Mm-hmm. Can I surpass Polly and go to sneak on the house on the left? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. 23 stealth roll. Okay. Yeah, you, you approach the window of this house. Are you going to the upper window again? Are you going to the lower window? Or what's Yeah, what's let's go plan? upper to lower. Okay, okay you, you approach the upper window. You see a, a, a well-appointed master bedroom covered with cobwebs and dust. Um, there are a pair of armoires. There are clothes kind of strewn about the room and some books that are kind of cast all over the place. Several of them are, are kind of open and splayed. Uh, pages down on the floor and on the bed, um, but you see no other activity or anything of, of interest. Okay, lower level? On the lower level, you see tableware, plates, forks, flying around in a swirl in the dining room through this window. Interesting. You report back to the group. Okay. Throw, ba- throw a backflip in there for flourish. Okay. <laughs> Roll for acrobatics. Hi, everybody. <laughs> 24. Yeah, you, you land that one, too. Cool. Hey, stuff's <laughs> going, going on over there. I'm just going to, like, reach up and ruffle. She's really energetic, don't you think, you guys? Like, really kind of, I don't know, she drinking different coffee? Tonight? <laughs> well, I think it was always a cat. It just got really excited. Oh. I like cats. Okay. Should we go to the uh, house, then, that uh, doesn't have a ghost that's going to stick a fork in my ass? Probably. Unless you want a fork in your ass. I yeah, know. no, I, I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. i just checking on you, buddy. I want to make sure you're happy. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, let's roll through the empty house. So, wait. Should we, you don't want to go to the house where activity is present in order to assess why there's activity present? To fight a fork, spoon, knife monster? We can. I uh, do whatever. <laughs> I'm no, I'm no, no. you got to focus on the objectives here. We got to get into the, ma- the, the main the mansion. Nick mansion. The big, okay, cool. The main, the main house, uh, you know, uh, uh, and we want to. We don't want to go in through the front door swinging dicks. So the Unless house. The, we, uh, y'all change that, your mind. 
The house to the right there, you said there was a pile of burnt books. Mm. Uh, was there something else in that house that looked valuable or anything? Nothing that I could see. Things were dusty. No life forms that I could construe were present. Life forms? Oh, Star Trek? Freak? Yeah, okay. Uh, no, um, either way. You know, it sounds like there might be some valuables in the other house. Uh, if you guys need some clothes or books or such, I don't know. Well, I like books. God will say, you can check both houses. <laughs> All right. Well, I was just a cat. So um, my impulse control, I would say, is not like adjusted yet. And I really want to fight. Oh. So I think we should just, whichever house we want to, we should just break into the main mansion and start saving up undies. Saving, <laughs> saving, saving the small child by killing the bugsman. I think we should go in through the empty house get into the big house, deal with it. And then shop for books. Yeah, that's great. Let's do that. Yeah, then, then we, can, we we figure um, it out afterwards. Yeah. I'm okay. not a complicated man. Does it does it seem like there's anything coming from the center of the house? Should, I, should we stealth? Like, are we doing the raptor stealth walk over to the empty house, or? You can if you want to, yeah. All right, I'll try to be sneaky. Sure. Ooh, a nine for Polly. Okay. Ooh, a nine for Captain Alora. Anyone okay. gonna hear us? Nine. Uh, Fifty-seven for Villa. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for bringing up this unnecessary role on which I have <laughs> achieved a one. Okay. We could have just said we went in there, the and way. you were like, "Let's be sneaky." Yeah, we definitely didn't learn from Villa's very first role of the game. <laughs> uh, so. Otis falls on his fucking face, and and that and that's it. The the group of you walks from the leftmost house, in front of the great mansion, toward the rightmost house. But as as you're all kind of just Abbey roading there, as we see you in profile, <laughs> Otis just flops over on his face <laughs> as hard as possible, like like as if just someone pulled him down by the top of his head and slammed him into the ground, and then he clambers to his feet and continues following after. It, like, gonna, pride damage? I'm gonna pick up Otis, and I'm gonna say, Otis, you wanna ride around on my shoulders? You don't seem very sturdy today. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds pretty good, Captain. Okay. I'll put him up on my shoulders, but in the position where he can still use his crossbow, even though he doesn't have one. Yeah. Uh, I do have one. You have a, I've never seen you use a crossbow, and I'll take well, it. Oh, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I used at the beginning before I realized that I had as many spells as I did. Yeah, during <laughs> during Cantrip Gate, there was a lot of crossbow usage. And yeah, yeah. Crossbow, I didn't even know it was angry. No. Oh. Right, and I'll take a big sniff of Otis, because that's my favorite thing when he's on my shoulders, is getting some good sexy bark smell. Yeah, yeah huffing Otis. Do you want to put that collar on? Because, uh, you know, if you're on four legs, you probably won't fall. Bro, don't make jokes about Otis. He's just, he's having a rough day. And then I'm going to pet his leg. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try the door. Okay. Uh, the, the door to the house on the right is, is open. Okay. And is this where the pile of burnt books was? Yeah. Upstairs. No. No, yeah, Villa, Villa knows that it was on the second floor. Oh, okay. In the bedroom that was visible through a window. Uh, but yeah, you enter the main room and there is just a dingy old dining room with no, no nothing nice is out. Everything is just covered with dust and cobwebs. Okay. Yeah. There's, a, there's a fireplace on, on one wall on the mantle. You see that there are a couple of 
there's an old clock and, and a couple of pictures, uh, like sketches or, or drawings of, of people, portraits. Okay. I'll pick up the old clock and pocket it. Okay. You got some big no, pockets, bud. Someone with that clock Duh. and say, "Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, the whole reason." <laughs> I said nothing. No. Remove that. Remove no. that. You're good. I'm still picking up the clock, and I'm still using that pun later. Yeah, he's there. There are plenty of puns that he can use with the clock oh, <laughs> and no. hitting somebody. Your time. It'll be all I'm up. I've got five right now. He's fine. Don't think that you've been clocked, bo- blocked, Polly. You're, you're good. <laughs> Okay, so you take the clock. Anything else you want to you want to look at any of the pictures on the mantle or anything? Or do they do they are they indescript? Like would I know these people or recognize anything? Um, you would not recognize them because you've you've never been to old right. Santa Palacia before. Uh, but if you'd like to investigate the photo, um, yeah, you could I'll you can investigate it. A seven. Okay, <laughs> it's a photo. You look at the you look at this this image and it's it's an image of four people. There's a, a man, a woman, and two children, a, a boy and a girl. The man, the woman, and the boy all have burn marks where their eyes should be. And Extra gross. the girl has the word witch written across her mouth. Rude. I'm gonna pocket that as well. Okay. Biggest pockets ever. <laughs> I can he's, carry twice twice my carrying capacity, so he's got the carrying capacity of, of two gnomes. <laughs> how how you do it? It's amazing. He's like Santa Claus. He's just this forest oh, gnome, gigantic what is, Santa sack. One of, of those uh yeah, super trash bags. <laughs> got it. Uh, Any, Paul, um, I have we been that. able to follow him in there or? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the door was open, and if you followed him in, you're in. Yeah, I followed him in. Okay. Okay. Also, um, Otis is on my shoulder, so he's only gonna follow him in if I do, and I do. Okay. Otis, roll to direct, because the doors are not as tall as an oh, orc I, with I, a person. I, have, I squat. I okay. Bang. All right. Then, <laughs> you don't have to roll the duck. You're fine. <laughs> I've rolled. You're clumsy. Don't take unnecessary rolls. Roll what anyway. have we learned? Do it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> so she goes two. down and he stands up taller and just... Yeah. Ot- Otis, you know really notice, noticing that, that the, Captain the, the, Laura seems to be sinking beneath you, you jump suddenly and hit your head on the door jam. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay, but what was really weird is that what, the, the, the visual die that rolls on the screen was a 12, but then for some reason it showed me two as my actual role. And I do not have a negative 10 modifier on dexterity, so... <laughs> that um, would be amazing. I'm not sure why that happened. So it's, it's still a little glitchy. Still a little glitchy, D&D Beyond. Yep. Uh, sponsor the podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks, um, guys. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Otis, no damage on bumping your head, whatever. Um, anybody else want to want to check anything else out in this dining room, I need living to room? Eat something. Yeah. I'm gonna eat an apple. Okay. I'm just realizing I'm down some hit points. Do you want some yeah. of my birthday cake? I have quite a lot. Oh, um, well, let's have some cake. Probably you should save that for later. It's very potent, and I'm only down ten hit points. So. I'm just Me too, eat. but that's like half. So we can have some cake. Oh, yeah. all right. I'm going to take a slice of cake. I'm going to cut it in half. I'm going to give half to Villa. I'm going to give half to Otis. And then I'm going to try to bump both of them with my heads. 
take 10 points a piece. Okay. All right. Okay, we each get 10. Have that cake and eat it too. Birthday <laughs> cool. Ooh. And because I'm eating some of her cake, I'm just going to let her kind of nudge me and just look a little uncomfortable about it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Real good. Is it good, Nate? Oh, it's it's so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, okay. Everybody roll perception real fast. Oh, shit. Let's just, let's just do that. What's happening? Well, Let's do this. 22 non-natural for Polly. Okay. Yeah, Polly, you... you Ten. You looked at this. You looked at this picture. Twenty of this family. Villa notices this too. So you, there's there's warmth coming from the fireplace, mm. and you look down toward the fireplace, and you see that it's it's filled with still smoldering remnants of other pictures of this family. Lovely. And you both notice because you're so very perceptive that all of the pictures are missing. The little girl. Okay. Right. Are you sure it's a girl Wait, or like, is it like a non-gendered ghost? Like they're cut out <laughs> or what do you mean? They're, they're missing. What is she's she's simply not present. The the girl that's in the photo in the in the picture that Polly is holding is not in any of the ones that are burning in the fireplace. Oh. Even though there seems to be a space for her, that they're all of the same kind of family portrait, and you would expect to see her in her spot as in the, in the picture she, that Polly has. Does she look like the young ghost we met originally? She does not. Okay. Are you sure? And I am sure. <laughs> how old is she in the photos? Or in the photo that I have? Uh, like nine or ten. Okay. okay. How old does Tuck look to us? Oh, undies? The undying child, yeah. Tuck? Oh, the undying child, yeah. Oh, that's better. That's way better. That's definitely, way better definitely than definitely do that. Yeah. Okay, Tuck. Tuck is canon now. Tuck looks <laughs> Tuck looks like four or five. Young. Okay. Alright. Okay, so separate entities. Maybe we're dealing with some sort of abduction or ghost. I don't know. Um, I don't think Shanti and I are going to have kids exactly for this reason. Yeah, so uh, do we do uh, want me to uh, knock out this this wall on the first floor, or do we want to go upstairs and uh, hop off uh, from the second floor? Villa, what do you think? You have good instincts about being sneaky. Let's go up to the second floor first. Okay. I I will I will follow her up if she's going first, or otherwise I'll go first. I mean, I want to follow her up, so I'm gonna be doing that. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a squirt ball out from behind my back and squirt Captain Laura in the face. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm gonna look pissed and then try to give her COVID. Okay, let's go up the stairs. Uh, that, that's an animal handling roll too, I think. Right? <laughs> I think that's the um, name of the episode, Roll for Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Villa Villa, you're going upstairs. Paula, you're going upstairs. Captain Laura, you're also gonna go upstairs. Oh yeah, I am. With Otis on your shoulders. Right, and some just water on my face, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Great to watch you go, Billy. Better to watch, watch you not stay. I don't understand what you're saying. I don't either. <laughs> okay. At, at the top of the stairs, you see that there are, are three doors. One leads to the bedroom that Villa had previously seen, where a pile of books that have been fully burned through sits in the middle of the room. 
beside a beside a, a small bed with lace with a lace bedspread. You also see that there's a, a small bathroom and then a larger bedroom with a couple of armoires and a large bed in it. Yeah, I mean, I should probably go check out that room you saw with the books just to, you know, make sure it's safe and such. Polly's going to head that way. Okay, great. I follow him. All right. When you enter this room, you see the pile of books that were that were all smoldering. Uh, they're they're destroyed. I mean, it's just it's just oh. a huge pile of completely obliterated burnt books. I'm gonna just look around. Are there other books? Roll perception. Come on. Unnatural twenty. Okay, Polly, as you're as you're kind of just looking at some of these burnt books, out of the corner of your eye, you catch a glimpse of another book that's slid under the bed. It's it's sort of pushed back toward the corner of the wall, and it's just under the front corner, uh, the, sort of the front but wall corner of the bed. Okay, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion to have a slutty goblin just it. in the corner and go, yoo-hoo, and then like dance in front of the bed. Okay. And then I'm gonna look to Otis and be like, you know, shit is under the bed. Yeah, I've seen this in like a thousand plays. N- gnomish forest gnome plays. Does anything attack my slutty goblin? No, no, nothing. Nothing happens. But okay, your gonna... but your goblin continues to dance unabated. Yeah, I'm gonna reach in and grab that book. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the book has a small lock on its cover and the word diary written on the front. Seems oh no, it's locked. Let's read it. Yeah, Where's the key? Is, is Break the, it open. Did she say, let's read it? Okay, I'm going to hand it. I'm going to be like, yeah, I, uh, you know, it's not really uh, my type of book. Um, I'm going to hand it to Villa. Sleight of hand to unlock the book. Before that, I'm going to get my dirigible key out and be like, do you think this is the key? And it's clearly like larger than the entire book. 29. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're, you definitely, I, I believe maybe as a rogue, you have a lock picking set. And if you don't, mm-hmm. You probably have a hairpin or something I because do. you've killed someone with it. I love that roll. She probably just breathed on it. Was like, <laughs> yeah. and it was done. Yeah. No, yeah, just doing Melody's like put out the candle trick, but with just throwing air into a lock. Um, I don't think Race and Danny have seen that yet. So, we'll oh, it's fun. You got to check that out. It's a good one. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the the lock opens, and you you're able to just open this diary and page through it. Lovely. What do I find? Uh, well, first, you find an entry that says, Dear Diary, I've somehow managed to make something appear that wasn't there. I mustn't let mother and father know. They're oh so strict about this sort of thing. But I'm oh so excited about what I could become. Then as you page further, another entry, Dear Diary, I was sent to put the kettle on and... Instead of getting firewood, I decided to see if I could heat the water myself. And I could, but Mother came in, and she was very angry to see that I had done something that she said was demonic. I told her that that wasn't so, but she sent me to my room, and I'm not allowed to have supper for three days. And as you page... I don't think anyone should be punished for making tea. Like, no matter how you go about making it, it's always good. That's just the done thing. This author's books are terrible. Nobody should buy these. <laughs> I love that we're making Nate just ad lib an entire house that he didn't envision would be relevant to the character. Yeah, no, this is great. You, you page further uh, toward the back of the diary and you see the last entry. 
Dear Diary, I believe they're going to come for me tomorrow. They've already said that they intend to burn all of my books, regardless of whether there's magic in them or not. I don't know what will happen, but this might be the last writings I'm ever able to leave, unless I can find a way to escape. I sure hope that I discover a spell to allow me to leap from this plane to one where I might be loved for who I am. Well, I and it's signed like... Genevieve, and there's nothing else in the diary. Jeez, Jenny, you really could have left us a few more details. Well, I think Maybe. she goes by Evie. She gives me an Evie vibe. Yeah, that 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 diary's probably got like poetry and stuff, and you you probably don't want that. And I reach out my hand to Villa. I, mean, I, I could take care of that for you. Villa, I wouldn't give it to Polly. He doesn't really seem like he appreciates literature. Uh, I'm just gonna toss it to him. <laughs> I I'm gonna. <laughs> Ooh, I got a non-natural 21 for sleight of hand. I'm just going to slide it into my bag. Okay, yeah, you got it. So that no one can do it. Good. Little Girl's Diary. That's a great custom item I get to add. <laughs> it is. It's very exciting. It's a very exciting custom item. You didn't already homebrew this for us, Nate, for this campaign you're making up on the spot? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't make Little Girl's uh, Diary, unfortunately. But, you know, it's, a, it's an important keepsake. Uh, yeah, you guys want to look in the master bedroom? You just want me to, to take out this wall. Take out the wall, take out the wall. Okay. I'm Holy, gonna... why are you so interested in that uh, little book? What little book? I, I threw it out the window. I'm not sure that you did. Why would you Why would you throw it out the window? You were reading it real intense for a minute. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, you know, I mean, why, you, why do you, what do you care? It sounded dull, you know. February 24th. Asparagus for dinner. Uh, <laughs> will I ever grow up? I hate asparagus. <laughs> wow, Floyd would love you, Otis. Uh, anybody still in that in that room? They, they want to roll perception. Yeah. I'm still in there. Okay. One second. Seventeen. Thanks okay. for getting us back on track there, Captain Alora. You notice that there is seventeen on the bed tucked under the pillow, a wand. Aww. And it's a wand of magic missiles. Oh, I really thought you were going with a vibrator there. <laughs> no, no Hitachi magic wand. I'm sorry. It's a personal massager. It's a wand of magic missiles. Yeah. Did she have hysteria? Stop it. Were they treating her for hysteria? Oh, it'll make you shoot some. Mesh, oh, like you mean like like me. what the Kellogg Company was known for for generations? And why the vibration? Eat cornflakes so you won't Boom. want to masturbate. Um, or do them at the same time. There you go. I enjoyed cornflakes as young man. That's how those Never flakes get frosted. Did Ferguson? They're great. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I have a Didn't I have work. a non vibrator wand of magic missiles. Yeah, magic. wand of magic missiles. Yes. Is, is the item that you found. Hitachi's magic wand of <laughs> missiles. You also find ten gold pieces. What? What? Where is this girl it's getting a... a vibrator in a sack of gold? <laughs> <laughs> ten gold pieces, and there is a ticket for Sir Monty's carriage service. Well, that sounds that looks downright kind of service, eh? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> service your carriage, governor. <laughs> I thought she was. I'm gonna get in your undercarriage, governor. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
Try to put all this gravitas in this poor girl's story of <laughs> oppression. But we <laughs> like masturbation. <laughs> and she don't care because she's dead. Oh. She might not be dead. She's just missing. She's on the astral plane. She's probably the the bugsman. Bug, it's bugs a it's a child. It's like a like a no. cell phone. If it's missing yeah. for more than several days and you don't hear from it, it's probably dead. I'm sorry. Like a oh, dead battery. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. As far as you can tell, based on the the carriage ride ticket that looks unredeemed, um, the the story here is sad. She probably didn't get to leave. But she was trying to. Oh, are you anyway. sure? Are you sure? Was she dying to get out of that house? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm standing at the wall that's that's like at, at the top of the stairs that I assume connects to the other house. Okay. Yeah. Am I alone or did anyone follow me? I followed. Oh, good. Nobody's like, checking I, the master bedroom out. I'm going to be just... No, I want to check the master bedroom out. Oh. All right. All right will you guys go... Go to the bedroom. Guys, I want to fight the ones bugs miss How is it that I'm finally going into a master bedroom and nobody's following me in there? Probably because you sprayed me with water in the face. You were a bad kid. It's on my shoulders. You're scary, buddy. That's why. Okay, I will follow her in, but I'm still having my mace drawn. Okay. Okay. I'm going to make Otis some tea as we wait in the other room. But we're gonna listen intensely in case we need to run in there because we might. Cool. I'll put. Because uh, we're important. By the we're really important. So put our ear to it. We have given Nate plenty of time to look up a monster to put in the. Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go in there. Just please don't be a rust monster. I fucking hate those. It's gonna be the Jello again, just like <laughs> yeah, just the gelatinous, jello. just seven gelatinous cubes <laughs> will fill the room. <laughs> um, <laughs> we walk into the cubes. And they all just make the noise that makes Billy want to scream in anger at the same Everyone time. Everyone re-roll. Yeah, Everybody like, get your banana out. Roll banana for banana. Bushing sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you, Disgusting. You enter this master bedroom. Yeah. And Villa immediately, you look up at the ceiling of the master bedroom, and there are three corpses pinned to the ceiling by multiple daggers and and kitchen utensils it's like it's like steak knives daggers like a skinning knife forks, spoons 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 what? that have been sharpened into slightly sharper spoons Gross. Spork. always a spork oh yeah it's, it's oh, sporks. sporks are the worst so there's three corpses pinned to the ceiling sporks is one is one is a man one is a woman and one is a, is small a little boy, boy. oh you also see two armoires that are closed and a writing oh, desk. Search him, search him, search him. You check out the first armoire, the one on the left. Inside, there are just all matter of fine women's clothing. It's it's like the fanciest possible clothes available. Clearly, this family was very wealthy. I want to take some of them. Okay, take whatever fancy clothes you want. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to hear this, obviously, from the other side of the wall. Like, I just hear nice clothes, and I immediately run in. I remember to squat so Otis doesn't get knocked over. And I'll be like, oh, my goodness, is there a nice hat? Is there some fun shoes? Anything that would fit a, a more grandiose stature than human? There's there's the second armoire. 
<laughs> right, you're not a very good dress dealer outer god. Well, I don't care but about the same I'm looking I'm looking in for like a fanciful hat or like um some really sexy garters, um uh, anything in red. Oh yeah, there's there's just all sorts of stuff. And there's lots of clothes for different seasons, clothes for like, hey, I've been eating all winter, here's my winter clothes, here's my whatever no clothes. Whatever. And among all of this, all these these fine, fine pieces of clothing, you just you just sort of sense like a little bit of darkness. Like there's a little bit of hate attached to this to these clothes, but they're still really pretty. Oh well, that's all I care about. Yep. Okay. Right. Well, I'm gonna ignore everyone else. I guess I'm on my knees, so Otis is now just hovering a couple feet above the ground and I'm just going through the clothes, ignoring everyone. And are you right. having like a pretty woman style outfit montage or anything? Is that going oh, yeah, on? I think so. I'm just constantly right. putting on really nice human clothes and then ripping through them because I'm so large. And so there's just shreds of very nice velvet and, and silk just kind of surrounding anything I tried to get over my thighs. Okay. I'm literally just putting just a few things in my bag that I find nice, maybe blouses and skirts or something that will allow me to still be active and acrobatic. But mm -hmm. uh, more than anything, it's just a temporary fixation because I want to look at the rest of the room. Anything else happening? Okay, there's the there's the second armoire and there is the writing desk that's on the wall adjacent oh, well, to the Obviously, bed. we're going to go like a raven to writing desk. And okay. Otis is helping Captain Laura. um, put on and remove her clothes <laughs> as she's having her um, you know, fashion show. You're um, like a bluebird from I, Cinderella just kind of hovering around. <laughs> yeah, a very good friend who's yeah. just there and, you know, helps. Yeah. Oh, Otis, you're definitely going to be my best man at Shanti and I's wedding. You're my favorite. Otis yeah, is yeah, such yeah. a ducky. <laughs> <laughs> such a ducky. Okay, so, Billy, you're checking out the writing desk? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, on the writing desk, you find a stack of bills that were posted, like flyers. And as you root through these flyers, all of them are for meetings of a group of people who are the council against witchcraft and magics. Calm. <laughs> and you immediately observe that that is a terrible acronym, and they could have come up with way better things to go with, but they went with calm. C-O-W-M? C-A-W-M. Yeah, C-A-W-M. God. Considering how little time they had to come up with the acronym, I think that's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, not bad. But it's calm. Calm. Maybe they're calm. raven Are these calm. raven folk? <laughs> Are they raven folk? Um, yeah, I mean, roll, roll perception. Are they raven folk? <laughs> I can't tell. Oh, I got a 19. Can I tell if they're bird people that have feathers? You you can tell. You're you're noticing there's a there's a notable lack of like bird pellets and uh, <laughs> seed and feathers and sort of under plumage. So you're like, I don't think they're actually bird people. Yeah, I will go don't back rewrite and this part this of the story to the group, honest. but from a slight distance because as I'm telling the group, I'm going to go ahead and go through the second armor. Okay. So uh, as, as you convey this to the group, you also notice that each of these flyers have, you know, various notes and just hateful things scrawled on them. Like, uh, you know, the, the one on the top says, uh, the girl next. And you just have your suspicions that perhaps uh, this was all done. 
by the family to the girl. Uh, you go to the second armoire. You open it up. You see a bunch of men's clothing, very fancy, fine men's clothing, lots of uh, smoking jackets and oh, cravats. Oh, cravats and uh, and dickies. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. toss a smoking jacket that's obviously too large to Polly, and be like, for you. Yeah, that's uh, that's a uh, really nice of you. Um, <laughs> it goes with your tracksuit. Yeah, I'm just gonna kind of politely put it in my bag. <laughs> You don't want to roll for half? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> well, my character is only, what, 22 years old? So to be you, Hefner, I'd have to date like a six-year-old? Well, you no, did just hug um, a, uh, an amorphous ghost child, so... Like a negative eight-year-old, maybe? Yeah. Lundy doesn't have any genitalia, so I don't think that would go with the half rule. It's true, Tuck, it's true. Please. Tuck, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then also in, in the bottom of this armoire, you see that there is a safe. Ooh, if only we had a sneaky person that could probably break into that. I'm gonna go ahead and try that. What do you like that? Okay. Okay, one second. 24, unnatural. Yep, you, you sort of just put your ear up to the side of the safe and just fiddle with the dial and, and you find the combination right away and it clicks and the door swings open and inside you see a wooden stake a large wooden cross a flask of holy water a pouch containing 200 gold pieces and you see a short sword that glows with a holy light if you'd like to roll arcana or uh, or if someone else does okay all right, yeah, the 14 will do it. Captain Laura, you you know that this is a Holy Avenger short sword. It is, it's imbued with the power of light and the gods, and it's a legendary item. There are very few of these that exist, but you also know that no one in your party can really use it because you'd have to be a, a true paladin or otherwise member of the church. To wield it properly, but if you could, what if Villa killed a paladin and then pretended to be a paladin? Could she? <laughs> She'd have to wear the paladin's skin convincingly. It's worth a try. <laughs> and now we rewrite the game for a paladin hunt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this this weapon would give you uh, a- additional damage, radiant damage against fiends and undead. Things. Okay, well, I'm just gonna pocket it for now until Villa. Yeah, I'll give it. Yeah, I'll give it to Captain Laura. I don't need that and don't want it. Uh, Holy Avenger short sword. I mean, if nothing else, it'll be worth a chunk of change. You, you uh, roll a uh, roll perception on the sword. Someone. Eighteen. Okay, uh, you would be able to sell this for at least a thousand gold pieces if you could Ooh. find a vendor to take it off your hands. So even if you can't use it, it's a. Yeah. Valuable prize. Can, can anybody um, use that with some sort of advantage against uh, undead or ghosts? Um, you or much, is it really cleric specific? It's it's pal- It's like paladin specific. So you have to uh, have that attunement. Uh, attunement from the paladin. You okay. could take one level in paladin, and then and then you could use it. Yeah, if you wanted to multi class, you could do that on purpose just for that item but it's still a short sword so it's 1d6 and then only 2d10 to fiends and undead so it's like yeah. how often yeah, is that 2d10 going to be valuable later I don't know 
I, I mean, I literally don't us, know, and I'm God. <laughs> I don't think any of our characters make sense to uh, take a level in Paladin. It'll be a hard one to justify. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be great everybody. narratively for Otis. <laughs> Just like, uh, oh, guys, I, I found God, so here we go. <laughs> I'm really into church now, y'all, so... Um, <laughs> But I assume you're still going to do drugs to, like, be closer to God. Yeah, yeah, it's Ayahuasca Church. Cool, you know. cool. I, I assume other than the short sword, we can't necessarily see what's in the safe. Do, do we know what Melody oh. is from the safe or revealing to us? Um, I, I assume that she would have told you about the, the wooden stake, the cross, and the holy water flask, as well as yes. the pouch of gold. But I don't know if she did. I did. Okay. Oh. So, yeah. Well. So there's 200 gold pieces that if you're splitting, split away. If you're not, well, it's hey. up to Villa. No, I will give it to my party and we will each take 50 gold. Okay. Do you want and to spray yeah. anyone in the face just for taking the gold? I might if you're naughty. <laughs> in... Who's a naughty kid? I, I don't even, I don't know if I'm turned on or angry. <laughs> um, can I jam? Why not both? Can I check the corpses? Um, am I tall enough or do I need to boost Otis up on my shoulders? Anything in the corpse pockets? You, you probably need to, to to boost a little bit. Yeah, because the ceilings cool. are like, we're talking like yeah, 10 yeah, foot yeah, ceilings. So. Up, yeah. Cool, I get Otis on up there. Okay. Oh, 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 I like being tall. It seems like they <laughs> could be useful. We might want to keep them the holy water and the steak and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Melody, do you want to pick those up? Or? Oh yeah, let's do it. Feeling responsibility in game. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I assume okay. Villa is picking up the holy water in the stage. Yes. That's one thing. Cool. Okay. You guys go loot corpse. You boosted me up to do what? Loot that corpse, baby. Okay. Uh, okay. What, so, yeah, there's three find? corpses. There's the, the corpse of the man that's pinned to the ceiling by uh, various silverware, the corpse of the woman, oh, and the corpse right. of the small boy. Gross. Um, okay. Do I need to roll? or? Uh, no. I mean, you just. which one do you want to look at first? start with the child <laughs> okay uh, on the child you find a note folded in his little uh, cardigan pocket he's wearing a charming little cardigan oh, oh. Well, that. Wears. That's cute. and uh, are you going to look at that note uh, oh yeah definitely okay uh, the note is from Genevieve and says tomorrow I love you and then her signature but today I hate you. That's it? Will you still love me tomorrow? Um, in the other in the other pocket of the cardigan, you find a cup and ball. I'm sorry, okay. what? A, cu- a cup and ball? It's yeah, a, like, the, like the little it's game. It's like a wooden game that yeah. people used to play before. Oh, is it where you go the hoop? Yeah, you try to swing the yeah. ball on the string into the cup. Oddly enough, that's also the way he's daggered into the ceiling. Mm. <laughs> This little <gasps> prince pose. Wasn't that prince that was naked with... No, that's uh, Steven Tyler. Those are different people. Yeah, Prin- prince had, had little little ass cheeks bare in a pair of pants the one time. Oh. That was the thing. I remember when, when that happened live on TV and I was very young and I was like, what the fuck? My mom was like, I don't know, maybe you shouldn't watch this. And I was like, well, can you not help me out here? And she was like, <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> I, was, I was just like... What's happening? She was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Go, go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> in the, uh, in the, you can check out the woman's uh, 
corpse now? Or are you going to check out the, the man's corpse? What do you, what do you uh, think? I'm going to do man next. Okay. On the man, you find a holy book in a pocket of his jacket. You also find 30 gold pieces. Please. You find a length of rope that has dried blood on it. Okay. And you find a satchel holding five exploding cocktails. Ooh. Ooh. Like Manhattan's? I really don't think Oda should have more firepower. I hope he gives that to Melody uh, Villa immediately. I mean, it, I don't know why you don't understand that Otis is the one who has all the firepower. He's a firebuck. <laughs> yeah. Goes up. He's a little boom, boom, <laughs> boom at this point. I mean, Polly is mostly the one taking the brunt of that. So if Polly's okay with it, I guess I am too. That's because Polly runs in real fast and doesn't talk to anybody about anything. And must um, ride everything. If there's a thing to ride, he's going to do it. I he loves to ride. Buckaroo Bonsai. Fueled barbarian incorrectly by running in and attacking stuff. Wherever ah. you are, there you go. Um, okay, so you said. Uh, Wherever you go, there you are. Whatever. <laughs> Five exploding oh, cocktails. Holy book, 30 gold pieces, rope with blood. Mm-hmm. Um, satchel with five exploding cocktails. Did yep. I miss anything? Nope, that's it. That's all that's on hey. the man. Damn. Alright, um, let's check out the dead lady. Violated okay. a female's corpse as well. <laughs> Ladies on left. the lady, you find only two items. They are small glass vials. One has a strip of paper uh, adhered to the outside that says Witch's Tears, and there is a small volume of salty liquid inside the vial. The other vial says witch's blood on it, and there is a small volume of what appears to you, at least, uh, to be blood. Okay. Well, that's not something you see at the store every day. I'm gonna put that somewhere safe and keep it for later. All right, so is the vibe we're getting here that, like, Genevieve, who we like because she kept a diary and we always, everyone who keeps a diary is the hero, uh, did her, are her parents, like, evil vampire hunters and they deserve to die? Uh, do we have any issues with the fact that this little boy is dead? Does anyone have some conjecture? Maybe, and I'm just spitballing here, maybe if I go over to that wall outside and hit it with my mace, that will somehow answer all your questions. Well, Polly, this is a new adventure. Now we're figuring out about Genevieve. Yeah, I'm going to go pee. You guys figure this out. He's going to go to the bathroom and, uh, you know, he hasn't peed for the entire campaign. So okay. <laughs> he's got to pee. First yeah. time. Yeah. yeah he's going to break the seal. You know, you don't want to break the seal, but sometimes you have to. And- ah, fuck. Now he's going to be peeing every five minutes. A vortex to hell opens as the seal is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, okay. I'm kidding. Uh, what do you go? Do you think I'm curious? Are you Are you guys curious? What's the plan here? Uh, what are you asking specifically? Oh, just <laughs> who do you think killed these people, and did they deserve it, or is it like bad? I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, they look like pretty nice people, but if anybody nails you to the ceiling, then you maybe been up some some shady stuff. The well, woman was a witch. How else do you they get nailed to the They could have been coming ceiling? to attack. The witch's family. The daughter obviously had powers as well. There is no it could have been defining fate. whether or not the family was evil. 
we shouldn't judge, but we should indeed take advantage of the items left behind. Ollie, you're peeing in the bathroom. You turn to the sink to wash your hands. Oh, good. And spy Ollie yourself. Washes his hands. <laughs> There's a pandemic on. He's he's at least thoughtful about this. Good Plus job, he's, Ollie. As as a member of a union in the garden, like you you wash your hands. You wash your hands before you go, you wash your hands after you go. That's my boy. It's the difference between a mechanic and a doctor. You wash your hands before you pee? (laughs) Well, a mechanic would. That's the the old joke. What's the difference between a mechanic and a doctor? One washes their hands before they go to the bathroom, the other washes their hands after. Anyway. uh, I mean, I just pee in the sink, so I just do it at the same time. Okay, fine. So you're peeing in the sink. I can temporaneously wash my hands while I'm peeing. you, You catch your reflection in the dusty bathroom mirror above this sink. Okay. And suddenly your reflection turns into the face of a small girl. <laughs> I, uh, oh, hey, hey, sorry. I didn't know anyone was here. Let me just uh, zip up my tracksuit here. Did you kill them? Yeah, no, your, your dead parents on the ceiling, that was not us. Oh, someone else must have done it then. Yeah, that is how, uh, you know, murder works. Remarkable. Did they, did they leave anything? Uh, you know, probably like blood on the bed and some corpses. Yes. Are that- you, uh, I'm going to dig that diary out of the bag. I'm going to be like, yeah, is this your diary? That is. She's this, this just look of recognition washes over her face. You found it. I, I, I didn't have time to take it with me. Can I, can I have it back? Yeah. And I just shove it into the mirror. Her hand's going to reach out of the mirror. So this hand just comes through the pane of glass toward you. And and her, her skin is blue and iridescent, but she reaches for the diary. Okay, yeah, I'll hand it to her. Okay. When when the diary touches her hand, you see the uh, the flesh on her hand turn back to its normal color, and she appears suddenly very normal inside this mirror. And she smiles and tells you, you never know who you can trust, do you? You would have thought that the people who raised me would have been by my side, but instead they ratted me out to save themselves, and I had no choice but to leave. Thank you. I hope that you have a better time in this place than I ever did. And she disappears from the mirror. You should pee more often. Yeah, apparently, for a lot of reasons. Prostate health is one. Yeah, but... ghost revelation <laughs> right after prostate. So I, I guess I will. health is another. Paula <laughs> will wash his hands and then... Uh, come out the, yeah, hey guys, that uh, dead girl was in the mirror and I uh, gave her her diary back and she's gone now. So, uh, can I break this wall? Wait, wait, what was the mystery? Are her parents good or bad? Did they deserve this forking or not? Oh, the- Diary's gone? They seem to be assholes, but she didn't seem broken up by her dead brother. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know, we didn't chit chat a lot. I was also, you know, peeing, so. All right, well, she made tea with magic, so I'm totally on her side. And then uh, Captain's gonna look at the corpses, including the little boy, and be like, you guys, you deserve that sporking. And then I'm gonna follow Polly towards the wall. I'm gonna I'm gonna go pop into the bathroom and do an arcana on the mirror. Okay. I got a four. Is it a magic mirror? <laughs> uh, you tap at the mirror and nothing nothing happens. It's, it's a mirror, solid... Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the best looking forest gnome of them all? And I'm gonna pop my collar. Does that do anything? <laughs> you look great. Uh, Clearly it's me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fonzie appears and elbows a jukebox. Sweet. All right. The work is done. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you guys mind if I uh, knock this wall out? No, do it. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to start just lightly knocking on the wall. Okay. Yeah, like, uh, yeah guys, I just got to find a stud. And then I'm going to be like, oh, there he is right there. <laughs> and then I'm going to take my mace out and I'm going to try to knock a portion of the wall that doesn't feel like it would be on a stud. Yeah. Roll the hit. Oh, that wall. Come on, wall. Ooh, 15. Yep. that That's going to overcome the AC of the wall. And roll you damage. You get him. Ooh, nine damage. Nine damage. Okay. The wall takes, uh, you knock a good chunk of plaster out, but the wall's not quite coming in yet. I flick a fire booger at it, and oh, it's not even in there. No. Oh, come I'm always nearby. Uh, this is uh, this is just a uh, um. Fuck. It's fine. No. Um, I hit it. Does a nine hit? Why? <laughs> the nine won't the wall. hit. <laughs> the nine won't hit. I missed the wall with a nine. Yeah, yes, good. All right, uh, Polly's like, yeah, thanks, uh, demo guy. That's uh, great. And then I rolled a 22. <laughs> yeah, that hits. That hits. Well, Otis lit up the area so you could yeah. see exactly where to hit it. Four damage. <laughs> I, I okay. accidentally set the ceiling on fire or something. You you hit the you hit the plaster again, and just this huge section of plaster collapses to the floor, and you see that there is a large iron door behind mm-hmm. the plaster in this wall, and it must lead into the great mansion. And that's where we'll stop for this episode. <gasps> oh. Yay! <laughs> well, you can heat metal, so this will yeah, be exciting. Yeah. We can yes. just sit on this side of the door and keep heating it for no reason. I think we would all like to, I speak on behalf of the team, we'd all like to give you inspiration for making up an entire three hour thing on the go. Well, thank yeah. you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. I like how well you equipped this being like, how much can I Google while they banter? <laughs> I thought if we kill the ombudsman, maybe the silverware thing, we won't have to fight. We can just loot the silverware in the other house. You might find out that Genevieve might be helpful later because you did a nice thing for her. Uh, so you just have to see about that. But you also, you killed, a, you killed a ghost panther, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Also, I got to be a cat for a while, and Villa was happy for once in her fucking life. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of personal growth. I mean, that's your perspective, anyway. You don't know. No, Villa. <laughs> I didn't even I don't know what that might about. have been happy. She might be not been happy. It's hard to tell. I and, like her uh, in general. So good job. Roll for Blank Streets of Mage is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via OpenGameArt.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling.